Welcome to the Curious Podcast, where we are constantly in the process of getting to the bottom of shit. In this episode, we will be talking about remote viewing, how the CIA were involved in this, and how effective this skill really is. If you've heard about remote viewing before, half the meaning is in the name. It's almost like a superpower that can be honed by someone because remote viewers claim to travel to faraway locations using just their minds, and there has been some compelling information and evidence that has come out of the CIA operations relating to remote viewing. Don't worry, I will be getting into the juicy bits later. According to Gaia.com, quote, Remote viewing is defined as the ability to acquire accurate information about a distant or non-local place, person or event without using your physical senses or any other obvious means. It's associated with the idea of clairvoyance, seemingly being able to spontaneously know something without actually knowing how you got the information. It is also sometimes called anomalous cognition or second sight. Many of us experience this from time to time as an intuitive flash of insight that turns out to be correct. Many well-known entrepreneurs and business people like George Soros, Conrad Hilton, Thomas Alva Edison and Akio Morita, the co-founder of Sony, have attributed their business success to this ability. And we've all seen natural psychics perform seemingly amazing feats of mental skill on TV. End quote. So I've not really seen psychics on TV. I see a lot of the fake psychic videos, which are fucking hilarious because a lot of people seem to want to be psychic, but are actually taking money from people. So it's a bit of a grift and it's quite shameless if you aren't actually psychic, but that's a whole other story that I might cover in the future, fake psychics. Anyways, remote viewing is most commonly compared to clairvoyance and class as a sort of psychic ability. We actually all have many abilities like this, which is something I've always noticed and found very interesting regarding our species. If you think about all the people you know, you will find that some may have unusual abilities or skills, and it isn't something they necessarily went out of their way to learn. Some people are just born with interesting qualities that they don't even understand and others never realise their unique talents which lay dormant within themselves. Even deja vu is a good example to use here because nobody really knows or understands what causes deja vu, but most of us have had a moment where it felt like we had seen something before it happened. For example, I've met people that see things in their dreams and are unsure what it means, then that same exact thing they saw in their dreams happens a few days, weeks or months later. I've also met people that seem a lot more in tune with their senses than the average person, so they're able to just trust their senses and their body in regards to making decisions about things. This is something ancient humans did all the time, which is also something you could say animals do. As the world has modernised, many of us have become disconnected from that part of ourselves and our true instincts. However, though many of us have disconnected or are completely unaware of this part of ourselves, there are still others that know it exists and are aware of its potential. 
Organizations like the CIA realized very early on that some humans have special abilities and decided to put them through training exercises in order to hone in on these skills and potentially make them stronger and easier to tune into. They obviously did this in the hopes of using those abilities to gain intel on their enemies and so on. Gaia also reported on the history of remote viewing in the US. Quote, Remote viewing in modern times originates from the US government's interests in psychic espionage during the Cold War with the Soviet Union back during World War II. The Soviets had heard rumours that the US military were using psychic communications at sea. While it's not clear now whether this was really true, the Soviets believed it and started their own psychic training within their military and intelligence agencies many decades ago. The US government learned of this program and, in the early 1970s, decided to create their own remote viewing CIA training program, end quote. All the way back in the 70s and before that, world governments such as the US and Russia were actually in a race with each other to see who could train the best remote viewers or psychics to use in their operations. Just to explain what kind of things remote viewers can do, or are expected to do, liveabout.com explains it in more detail. Quote, Remote viewing is the controlled use of the psychic phenomenon of ESP, extrasensory perception, through a specific method. Using a set of protocols, the remote viewer can perceive a target, a person, object or event that is located distantly in time and space. What makes remote viewing different than ESP is that because it uses specific techniques, it can be learned by virtually anyone. End quote. Yes, anyone can actually practice this and try it out. And if you'd like to try out some beginner level techniques to get you started, you can find some simple steps on liveabout.com. The link will be provided in the episode source material. It's interesting, back when the CIA were conducting these projects, a lot of this would be considered woo-woo shit. Like in the 70s, or even before that, the general public would not believe this, especially because back in those days, where Christianity was a lot stronger amongst people, spirituality was not really a thing. I mean, the hippie movement was going on, but it was in its infancy, so people really couldn't see past actual religion and prayer and they just didn't think humans were capable of much or anything remarkable actually. And to be honest, people today still believe none of this exists at all. That has been done purposely though, just like the alien or UFO subjects. Things that are difficult for people to understand are usually harder to accept or believe. Remote viewing also started to get popular in the 90s. The main reason for this was the declassification of most not all Stargate project documents and the Stargate project was a 20 million CIA backed research program funded by the American government researching remote viewing was the main goal of the Stargate project at that time this program was allegedly terminated in 1995 when most of the Stargate project documents got declassified a lot of people do believe that some of the missing parts weren't declassified on purpose and obviously I agree because I go through a lot of documents sometimes when I'm researching things or I'm just reading things for fun in my own time and I will find documents from 20 or 30 years ago because 
you know they always wait a bit to release certain things especially if it's really serious they wait 40 or 50 years when most of the people at the time that could tell you about what was really going on are basically dead <laughs> so it's funny how they do that but the documents that are on the internet and there's a lot of them online that do speak about experiments and projects that the CIA did they do have a lot of redacted parts and redacted is when you see those black blocks on top of writing so you can't even make sense of the whole text but sometimes you can get an idea of it but I just don't understand the reason that they need to redact it if they are releasing it decades later but hey maybe there are still some things they don't want us to know but that just goes to the point of why release it if there's so much that has not yet been declassified what do you not want us to know since some of the documents have been declassified i wanted to go through them myself and i quickly noticed that there are some redacted bits but i'm going to read you one remote experiment that took place before i read it i'm just going to go over how these experiments were set up there are some scientists present and of course cia agents but then there are the remote viewers that have been selected for the experiment these are usually regular everyday members of the public a location object or person is then picked at random and the subject the remote viewer is then told to write about it or describe it in as much detail as possible some of them even drew what they could see a member of staff may go to the selected location then the remote viewer is asked to tell them where the person is and what they can see around them usually the remote viewer can picture this in their head and are able to relay the information back with accuracy while the good remote viewers the main point is to see how much the remote viewer's description matches with the secret location that has been selected before the experiment so here's one of them quote today is monday october 7th it is 11 a.m and this is a remote viewing experiment with russ targ phyllis cole and hal puthoff in this experiment, Hal will drive to a remote site chosen by random. Phyllis Cole will be the remote viewer and Russ Targ is the monitor. We expect this experiment to start at 20 minutes after 11 and run for 15 minutes. It is just about 20 minutes after 11 and Hal should be at his target location by now. Why don't you tell me what kind of pictures you see and what you think he might be doing or experiencing? The first thing that came to mind was some sort of large square kind of shape, like Hal was in front of it. It was not a building or something, it was a square. I don't know if it's a window, but something like that so that the bottom line of it was not at the ground, about where his waist was at least. That's what it seemed to me. It seems somehow outdoors. Does Hal seem to be looking at the square? I don't know. The first impression was that he wasn't, but I have a sense that whatever it was was something one might look at. I don't know if it would be a sign, but something that one might look at. Can you tell me if it is on the ground or vertical? Seemed vertical. I don't have a sense that it was part of anything particular. It might be on a building or part of a building, but I don't know. There was a tree outside, but I also got the impression of cement. I don't have the impression of very many people or traffic either. I have the sense that he is sort of walking back and forth. I don't have any more explicit pictures. Can you move into where he is standing and try to see what he is looking at? I picked up something he was touching. Something, something rough. Maybe warm and rough. Something possibly like cement. It is 24 minutes after 11. Can you change your point of view and move above the scene so you can get a bigger picture of what's there? I still see some trees and some sort of pavement or something like that. 
might be a courtyard. The thing that came to mind was it might be one of the plazas at Stanford campus or something like that. Cement. Some kind of landscaping. I said Stanford campus when I started to see some things in White Plaza. But I think that is misleading. I have the sense that he's not moving around too much. That it's in a small area. I guess I'll go ahead and say it. But I'm afraid that I'm just putting on my impressions from Stanford campus. I had the impression of a fountain. There are two in the plaza and it seemed that Hal was possibly near the what they call Mem Claw. What is that? It's a fountain that looks rather like a claw. It's a black sculpture and it has benches around it made of cement. End quote. I will also be providing the link to this document but this is usually how they would set these experiments up and what I just read was the dialogue between the person monitoring the remote viewer and the remote viewer. This remote viewer was able to successfully describe where one of the physicists, Hal, was and she got into quite a bit of detail with the descriptions of certain objects she saw. The documents are quite long-winded as this subject was questioned on what else she saw. There are also other experiments with other people. There are pictures too because some remote viewers actually drew what they saw in their minds. There is also a lot of information and it's definitely an interesting read once you get through all the technical language. However, some people did not want remote viewing to be true and in regards to how these experiments involving physicists Russell and Howe started, they came across someone with amazing gifts leading them to begin the remote viewing program in the first place. Gaia.com goes into who that person was and why they did not want remote viewing to be something that really exists. Quote, money and resources were given by the Central Intelligence Agency to Stanford Research Institute, located on the campus of Stanford University at the time, to test the possibility of remote viewing. The goal was to disprove that psychic functioning was real. No one wanted it to exist. It was the last thing the military establishment wanted to worry about, especially if it was a new Soviet threat. Physicists Russell Targ and Hal Putov, working at SRI, were tasked with determining whether extrasensory perception and related phenomena were real or not. Targ and Putov set about to locate some natural psychics and test them. Their first subject was an artist, psychic and scientist Ingo Swan of New York City who had demonstrated an ability to accurately remote view weather in various American cities. He had published some articles about ESP and also psychokinesis, the ability to mentally affect distant objects. When he worked with researcher Gertrude Schmiedler of City College, New York and the American Society for Psychic Research. Working with Schmeidler, Swan has shown that he could affect the temperature of thermistors sealed in insulated thermos canisters 25 feet away. At a friend's request, Swan sent his published findings to Putov, who asked Swan to come to SRI and demonstrate his abilities. The first thing they had Swan do was to see if he could affect a supersensitive electromagnetically shielded quark detector buried five feet under the ground in a cement floor. Every time Putov asked Swan to think about the detector, the readings from the device would noticeably deviate from the baseline readings. Putov was convinced that Swan had special abilities, so the program to test and develop remote viewing began. End quote. Even physicists who you'd expect would be excited at this development were actually 
contracted I guess to figure out if this was a hoax or not because they felt like it was too much of a powerful ability and of course imagine what someone could do with that kind of power it would be extremely difficult for authorities to control someone with that level of power especially if their powers are like Ingo Swan who was a psychic and scientist that was able to control objects through his remote viewing ability. This is a major reason why I believe our world is designed to keep you disconnected from possible abilities you may have. If we could tap into whatever power we have, imagine what you could do. You would no longer be bound by this world and its rules. You could possibly change your destiny for the greater good and achieve some sort of mental or spiritual elevation. This would basically make you a superhuman and I don't think superhumans would be as easily influenced or tricked by all the different propaganda and lies that they feed the public on a daily basis. However, knowing that they still went ahead with finding more remote viewers is interesting. I think maybe the physicists that didn't want to accept the remote viewing is possibly looking at the worst case scenario which is someone could essentially turn into a supervillain character with these type of powers. And then how do the military deal with that? How do your regular basic defense systems work against this ability, this psychic ability that nobody's used to and nobody's trained against or prepared for? Fun fact, the first person to discover there are indeed rings around the planet Jupiter was also Ingo Swan. Due to Ingo Swan's amazing abilities, he was able to make Howe and his colleagues at SRI Labs interested in investigating the boundary between the animate and inanimate. In 1972, suggesting carrying out an experiment to remote view the planet Jupiter before the upcoming NASA flyby. Much to everyone's surprise, Ingo actually found a ring around Jupiter and wondered himself if he had accidentally remote viewed the planet Saturn by mistake. But when the Pioneer 10 flyby did take place, it confirmed the existence of rings around Jupiter. And the flyby, I think, is one of those rovers that you see going around the moon and Mars. They basically made one of those flyby Jupiter and they actually confirmed what Ingo saw using just his mind. Before that, there was no actual knowledge or evidence of Jupiter having rings as nobody had seen it. You can see how remote viewing could be very useful in different sectors. And Freeze.com goes into this too. Quote, along with a number of other experiments in extrasensory perception and psychokinesis, remote viewing was developed in the 1970s as part of the US's Cold War era covert intelligence program eventually known by the 1990s as the Stargate Project. Applications included spying on military facilities behind enemy lines and the location of missing aircraft, personnel, fugitives and hostages. It was defunded in 1995 and remote viewers involved in the government program today give workshops for civilian purposes such as industrial espionage. End quote. So, as I've mentioned, the official story is they dropped the program in 1995, but most people know it's bullshit and they just continue doing it secretly. I have some speculations and one of the reasons for this was so remote viewing didn't gain huge public attention. As I mentioned earlier, anyone could try and practice if they wanted to, so I could imagine a lot of people accidentally realising they could remote view. That would be a complete headache for intelligence agencies. History.com reported the following. 
Quote, the report also declared Stargate as a failure, arguing that it remains unclear whether the existence of paranormal phenomenon, remote viewing, has been demonstrated. Though the analyst acknowledged that some trials had been successful and that something beyond odd statistical hiccups is taking place, they concluded that any information remote viewing had provided had been too vague and ambiguous and did not produce actionable intelligence. They shut down the program that year. The shutdown of the program that year did not mark the end of the government's interest in psychic phenomena. In 2014, Jacobson writes, the Office of Naval Research launched a four-year program costing around $3.85 million to explore the use of premonition or intuition, what is popularly known as a sixth sense or even a spidey sense, end quote. These experiments are still happening and it is a very real thing that has been and is still being explored. You may be psychic yourself but you have just never been in a situation where you've been able to use your ability. The human body and mind is still much of an enigma to most of us but the few people that are aware of the human being's power keep it classified and redacted. Thanks for listening guys, I really appreciate it. If you're into the strange, morbid or curious I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe, stay curious, for real.